Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And I hope that you're not only listening to us, but you also take a chance to watch us on YouTube. We are growing our YouTube audience by leaps and bounds. And we're excited because the YouTube venue actually allows us to, let me just put it this way, the video venue allows us to bring to you not just simply what we're saying, but we show you the text of the articles, the headlines of the articles, so you can actually have a multi, uh, what is that called, multimedia vision of, of what we're doing here. And I'm happy to say, in spite of Facebook's efforts, that things are growing for us. And uh, I know JC's been searching around for a an alternative because of the the sort of warning that has been put out that YouTube is going to be cracking down on us even more. <laughs> I mean, they already label every single video that we make offensive. Their AI. I don't know if anybody else makes YouTube videos out there. Uh, do you have a situation where the a the YouTube AI automatically tags you as uh, offensive? I mean, every single video I have to go back in and ask for manual review, an actual person from YouTube to come and listen to the show because the AI they have to have us automatically set right? The channel, whatever their designated channel is, they've got a code for us. But who it's, knows? who knows? Anyway, I, I know if you say one of the G words, you know, you, you're probably going to get tagged. God or gun. Oh, see, you messed up. <laughs> well, I won't put it in the title. Maybe that'll help us. <laughs> or girls or golf. Would those tag me? Girls and golf? Maybe because golf is misogynistic because it's primarily a man's game because we ignore women's golf. No, no, that statement is misogynist. <laughs> no, 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 it's the truth because the media ignores women's golf. Anyway, so back anyway. to the show. Back to the show. Uh, speaking of fake news, JC, did you see this headline? AI deep fakes are now as simple as typing whatever you want your subject to say. This is an article in The Verge that actually shows the new AI. They call them deep fakes. 
And what happens now is you have an original video and what you do is you go in with your and you draw around from the eyes down uh, to the full neck full neck and chin. So you remember when we were kids, cartoons were kind of crazy because only the lips moved, right? There was no mm. jaw move, whatever. Well, now the AI, if you if you draw around the face all the way down to the neck to the chest, the AI copies that and takes a synthetic composite of the body's face. And then all you have to do is type in the words you want that face to say, and it will say those words using a composite, not just simply from the face, but from voice recognition. Yeah, I saw, I saw one of those. It's been at least a year ago, maybe two years, I saw a video with uh, yeah. Vladimir Putin. Right. Well, now apparently it is practically flawless, and it is open on the market. And this is really crazy because how, how, how JC, are, are, are the people going to actually see what's on video? What would, take some, what would it take for somebody to take a YouTube, as, as if I were important enough, right, to take one of our YouTube videos and do a composite of, of me and then have me calling because the SPLC says I'm a hate monger, right? Sure. That I preach hate, that I preach violence, that I incite violence. Mm -hmm. So what would it take for some SPLC whack job to take our videos and then just simply do a composite and, and have me actually saying those things looking like it's coming from our show? Hmm. And how then do the people no. See, I'm thinking if there's some AI deep fake out there, we need somebody who is out there uh, breaking the deep fake code so that you can somehow have a filter that, that, you know, identifies whether something's been, been altered or not. I mean, this takes fake news to a whole new level. How can you tell? And we know, okay, so I didn't, so with the Smith Modernization Act, your tax dollars can be used by the federal government to create propaganda news that we know is being fed into the newswire. We reported three years ago about how Congress created a new, uh, a new board of governors for the media and a whole new media station, sort of like, oh, what was that, the station for the military that we call um, something, um, Voice of America. So they have a new kind of Voice of America that is not, Voice of America was like NPR, private nonprofit. But now Congress, three years ago, created the legislation to make a brand new Voice of America that feeds the news wire, the news that the government wants the American people to hear. Because prior to the Smith Modernization Act, that was, quote unquote, illegal in America so, to make propaganda. So now, so now they can do full video news impersonating whoever they want, making them say whatever they want. Whatever they want. It's curious to me, again, I, I promise <laughs> I promise you I'm not a conspiracy guy, but this stuff. You said that like I, every, I we know, miss, I'm, I'm you just, you need I'm to really apologize not. to the people that you were not here this weekend, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> I'm really not. But and the last three shows you've been here, you actually have said I'm not a conspiracy guy, but I guess I'm gonna I'm I guess I'm gonna have to become one. I, I, know, I mean right? <laughs> I don't wanna sound like, you know, I, I start connecting weird dots and come up with, you know, 
these things. I just have questions, mm -hmm. right? And, and by conspiracy, I mean, not that I don't believe in conspiracies, uh, you know, but I'm just saying what, what I mean by that is, you know, I don't take random stuff and just see boogeymen everywhere and, right. you, know, you know, make make things There's up. There's plenty of people I, who I, do that. I'm, I'm just saying it, it uh, I, these questions pop up in my mind because I see stuff like this, like it's a thing, like it, like, what was it? Rush Limbaugh. We, you know, he gets on his iPhone, Apple. Oh, I know, right? You know, worship and whatever. He's such so, a cultist on the iPhone. So we were just, <laughs> so we were just kind of, you know, wanting noise in the car. A lot of times we we just ride in silence. But he was going on about, oh, the iPhone uh, will now stop charging and and you know in the middle of the night and not overcharge your phone like. And we were sort of laughing, like, well, we had Samsung phones, and they've done that for years now. And so I was marking at the reaction of how these Apple guys, they come up with stuff that Samsung's been doing for years, and they act like, oh, this is brand new. Well, it's the same kind of thing. Right. Like, I saw this technology. Somebody sent me a link. Uh, it's been several years. I want to say three years, years yeah. at least. No, I'm pretty sure this, we covered it on the show of, when it came yeah, out. Yeah, of this thing. So, many years ago. So long story short, the question in my mind is, what is what would be the purpose of of putting this out there now like it's some new thing so this has been around a while mm -hmm. so i just i don't have an answer to that maybe somebody listening does but that those kind of questions pop in my head like wait a minute if this has been around a while why is it being reported like it's some new thing right. i mean it's still scary but it was scary several years yeah, ago yeah it was so, it was so then stuff pops in my mind like well now not only so not only did this reveal the ability to create fake stories, right? but if you put it out there, now it causes people to disbelieve anything and everything. Anything so and even everything. real stuff and true stuff, somebody can say now, oh, well, this is probably just some video or whatever. So, I mean, it this this disrupts everything. Absolutely. I mean, this just undermines So then you've got to wonder, right, there you go. I would say, what's the purpose of disrupting everything? And that's to undermine truth. So then here's the thing. Then you have the appeal to authority being the only rule of truth. Uh, okay, okay. Do there you get we go. that now? Now, now? You get the appeal to authority being the only okay. real test of truth. See, maybe I'm not awake enough this morning. But yeah, <laughs> that, now, now you're bringing it home. So yeah. they, you put this out there and now it begs for a solution right yeah okay mm -hmm. so now we got to regulate this we got to do this we got to control this so mm -hmm. uh, you know maybe we should have you know some sort of agency of the federal government every news has to go through this now we got to regulate the internet so we can put our you know identifying uh software on everything so then you know of course if it has that is already has, going through if it a has central point. the the um i don't know the yeah the now new, you need a stamp the, the u.s board of governors like, like, seal of approval yeah, right tax so stamp. now your all new tax of the, stamp. yeah your new stamp to approve your government the the government the federal board of governors right because that's what they call the the board of governors who who re, who reach into the fcc this through is definitely their radio dude i <laughs> right i don't think so, so because i guess this i am is just, i don't know whatever well Conspiracy is, do you see that little mark in there? That means what? This is this is actually this is how they showing do how people how the government actually works. They create, create a problem, problem, create the solution, tax the solution, yeah. regulate and, the problem, and manipulate the people and to manipulate beg the people for 
their solution and intervention. Right. So now what you get then, here's the thing. we got to go, if we're going to jump on board this conspiracy train, let's get on board now. You've got a seal of approval that you can purchase from the government that Mark they'll the run beast. through their software. Oh, now you really Mark leaped. the beast. You leaped into the fire. I'm not going there. Hey. So you go, no, let me finish now. <laughs> You're terrible. you got the seal of approval you have to pay for. But then that means the government's in charge, it. right? Then the seal of the approval becomes the becomes the appeal to authority, and then the government can put out their fake news with the seal, and everybody like, well, it's got the seal. Not me, it's bro. It's got the seal. Hey, y'all buy all the seals you want to. I ain't going to hell. <laughs> not taking the mark. It's not going on your forehead. I ain't going anywhere on me. <laughs> not even coming in my house. I'm just saying, and, and I think you bring up a really good re, uh, report. We're going to hear from Jefferson when we come back, but I think you bring up a really good point, JC. Why? Why? And that's to undermine truth. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. And we're talking about fake news and the unlimited aspect of fake news based on technology. We have the article from The Verge reporting the old or the new old news that we can now manipulate people's words and what they have to say. You know, if you really want to be conspiracy, JC, kind of makes you wonder in the last three years, since we know this isn't new, what have they been pushing out? Yeah, there's another question. Right? What have they been pushing out? Yeah. You remember what, the video? What that you've already seen has I been totally, fake. yeah. Do you remember the video during World War II of Hitler dancing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? So, they, <laughs> so, so the propaganda machine, uh, the War Commission... Right. created this video which just looped uh adolf hitler taking a step two steps yeah. forward step forward and a step back yeah it was uh the signing of one of the treaties so when they signed the the uh the treaty or what ha or surrender or whatever mm -hmm. during after world war one mm -hmm. uh and so they just rocked the film back and forth and it looked like Hitler he was, was dancing, doing a, doing a little dance step and mocking, you know, mocking the allies or what have you. So they, mm -hmm. they, use, they use that as war propaganda. Let me show you. So it's not like this something new. That, that's, you know, that's always the thing that's funny to me. I think I mentioned on the show before a friend of ours, uh, you know, that was in a sailing ministry and he, you know, he's he's locked in, man. He's now he is a conspiracy guy like he believes every mm -hmm. conspiracy that's out there and uh but anyway and and is he's not crazy he's a smart <laughs> no, guy he's but uh his wife believes is like the opposite she believes nothing and like she literally you know <laughs> she drug my man into counseling and had <laughs> had the psychologist you know they're both basically saying okay your husband's crazy and but the thing about her was she disbelieved anything that that someone would suggest the government might do 
because in general, she knew nothing that the government had already done. Yeah. So, yeah. When, <laughs> you know, we shared about uh, the government irradiating baby milk, baby milk right. and irradiating cities and, and mm-hmm. testing to see uh, the effects of nuclear waste right. by exposing U.S. citizens to, mm-hmm. to it in the 50s, you know, when the citizens were unaware, it's not like not like they volunteered for the experiments, but just randomly testing people when they didn't know soldiers and and uh, citizens, you know, and on and on. So you can mention tons and tons of these things. And so this is nothing new. So if you think about, oh, man, they were making fake videos right. to to uh, and you're talking about to influence war policy, fake videos right. to influence war policy. In, you know, prior to the 1940s. Right, right, right. So why would people act like, oh, you're some crazy conspiracy mm-hmm. nut? They've already done this. Yes. <laughs> I mean, how many decades is that? Right. Well, how about this? This is Thomas Jefferson in 1807, right? Thomas Jefferson in 1807 says, nothing can now be believed which is seen in a newspaper. Yeah, what would he say today? My um, goodness. No, he says, truth itself becomes suspicious by being put into that polluted vehicle. The real extent of this state of misinformation is known only to those who are in situations to confront the facts within their own knowledge with the lies of the day. He says, I really look with commiseration over the great body of my fellow citizens who, reading newspapers, live and die in the belief that they have known something of what has been passing in the world in their time, whereas the accounts they have read in the newspapers are just as true a history of any other period of the world as of the present, except that the real names of the day are affixed to their fables. So they, they just take the, the faces, they take the names, and they take maybe general situations, and then they create fables in 1807, Thomas yeah. Jefferson says. He says that there's, he, he commiserates over the great body of fellow citizens who actually live and die believing that the news is telling them something true. I mean, I think about, I think about people that we know, family members, who, you know, the evening news is practically a family tradition. Yeah. And uh, ABC, CBS, NBC, you know, the baby boomer generation, they're not really into the CNN and the and MSNBC and that. That's well, kind of like watch, our generation. But they watch TV news. But they watch TV news, and they think that they're actually getting truth. You know, you already said both G-words, so you're already censored. So I can mm-hmm. say uh, Zucker Schmuck and his liars, uh, they don't like when you talk about they're lying. Amen. As arrogant men tear up our constitution, and from every direction we cry around. Can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris and Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Hey, if you like that Thomas Jefferson quote, we actually have Liberty Gear with Thomas Jefferson's uh, quote on it with a picture of Jefferson, and it says, spreading fake news, spreading misinformation since 1807. Got a little headline of of, uh, uh, misinformation. And then on the back, 
it has that quote. You can get it with Donald Trump on there, or you can get it with just Jefferson himself. You can get mugs and T-shirts and, and hoodies and all kinds of great stuff. Hey, JC, how about this one? This is right up your alley. Uh, Rashida Tlaib, is that how you say her name? I don't Tlaib. know. Tlaib. Okay. Rashida Tlaib proposes a cash giveaway. So Rashida Tlaib, the Democrat from Michigan, released a plan that would pay the lower and middle class income Americans thousands of dollars every month. And, you know, they don't have to do anything, right? So basically is if your tax bracket is at a certain level, uh, Tlaib's bill, this is going to be legislation she's proposing, would give direct cash help to those at the bottom of the income distribution, annually offering $3,000 to individuals and $6,000 to families in an attempt, she says, to reduce poverty in the United States and bolster the wages of the poor. Nationwide? Nationwide. Hmm. Nationwide. It's interesting. So 3000 and 6000 that's that's the bottom of the rung? That 6000 a month? That, no, no, no. That's supposed to be poor? No, no, no. Annually. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I no. thought this was no, that, monthly. Like, no, oh, no, my no. goodness. They're gonna, yeah, no, annually. You give me 3000 a month. I'm yeah, right. Happy. So in an interview with the Fox affiliate in Detroit, she called her plan an earned income tax credits on steroids. She says this is basically a broader umbrella for families that make $50,000 or less if you are single or $100,000 or less if you are a family. However, holy cow, less than $100,000 in America is now poverty level? I guess so. For, what world? for a family? What, what world well, that, does Tlaib live Okay, even? so that's the thing. Well, maybe she lives in an urban area. I don't know. Well, Detroit, urban area. This, 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 okay, this, you this can't is, tell but, me no, no, that no, no, the no. average Listen. family, the 50% of the, of, yeah, no, of the people right. in Detroit make $100,000 or more. No, no, obviously. But what, I'm, what I was going to say is uh, th- that's the problem with some of this stuff because, you know, it's a nationwide thing. The cost of living is not the same everywhere around the nation. Remember we, yeah. were, remember we were listening to that radio show and a caller was calling in. Uh, the, the, the people were in New York. The caller, I don't know where the caller was from, uh, but he talked about making, he made $40,000 a year and the New York hosts were freaking out about, right. about how, you know, what a low income that was. Right. And, you know, that, and the lady said, you'd be living under a bridge in New York City, if you made forty thousand dollars, what is what she said? It's to be like that's why I don't live in New York City. But where we live, right, in North Florida, if you make forty thousand a year, you're very comfortable. Yeah, very comfortable. Very comfortable. So that's another reason why these things Law, in, don't, in, they don't in work. North Florida, where we live, lawyers. With law degrees, start yeah. off making thirty-eight thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Now somebody graduating, and that's why, I, again, this is why. Which the again, cost you're of you're reasonably crazy, comfortable. Yeah. In our area, as long in as North you don't Florida. have student loans, you have to pay back. Correct. But, sure. Yeah, but that's seriously, a that's a whole different show. She, um, this is crazy. So this is this is uh, an article in Fox. Uh, it says, however, in the case of those who don't qualify for the program. The situation would worsen significantly. Now, the author of this article is trying to point out that 
how do you say her name again? Tlaib? Yeah. Tlaib has absolutely no understanding of economics at all. Well, sure. Right? So you, his point is in this article, you're going to be flooding the economy with money, which is not going to change the, the levels of poverty because Correct. you're actually going to make the increase of prices that, that, uh, of the goods that yeah. measures the amount of money you're flooding sure. the market more, more, with. More money. It's sort of so like printing less, money and making inflation, yeah, right? Let's devalue the money. Right, it's devaluing. Because you're not doing any. There's no exchange of goods. There's no exchange of services okay, for this money. It's just free money. I'm going to say something that sounds obnoxious. Say it. And, and, and <laughs> People love that about you, JC. Rude, but... <laughs> Now, I'm, now, l- listen. I'm not this. This not apply. This not like everybody, mm-hmm. every person. We need this but, disclaimer thing. D D D disclaimer. Yeah, it's not a broad brush. Every single person. But I, but here's the thing. It's a general principle. Um, a lot of poor people are poor for a reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bad it, decisions. It, it, yeah, exactly. So th- this the thing. And I'm and again, people. There are people. There are there are a lot of other issues, okay, that right. go into why someone's poor. But what I'm saying is, you know, we live, for instance, in North Florida, uh, the low cost is certainly a low cost of living, but there's also a lot of poor, you know, a lot of poverty mm-hmm. that we come in contact with. So we know, you know, we know uh, poor folk. I, yes. I know what it's yes. about. Yes. And so uh, I could. You know, I could take you and show you in less than half an hour, I can introduce you to a hundred people. And you will not come to the conclusion that these individuals are poor because they can't help it. Right. No, they they're poor for a reason and it has to do with them. Right. Uh, and not the system and not their poverty. Get this now. You you need this is what you need to grab hold on. This will help you. Mm-hmm. Their their poverty has nothing to do with the amount of money they have. Right. They're not poor because they don't have enough money. I promise you. That that sounds some people that probably doesn't right. compute for some people. You you give them all the money in the world, they will still be poor. You give them this three thousand dollars, you give them six thousand dollars, they will be poor. Free that, housing. Yeah, exactly. I mean some of these people we talk food about food stamps, wick. Look, man, yep. I know free medical. I tell you, I can take you to Jasper, Florida. I'll take you through a whole neighborhood, and I'll point out, I will introduce you to people that I know personally, people I've grown up with, and their families. I'll introduce you to them. They pay zip, not a zilch, for nothing. Can and be, they're still poor. Can I, can I play devil's advocate for you uh, for just one second here? Is it not the encouragement of the entire system though to keep them poor exactly because then if they start to get money right then they lose all the free stuff and if you work to get the money then you lose the free stuff then you have to pay and then then you're starting over it's of like the course. guy he's, he says here it's the arbitrary setting of these limits right so the uh, author of this article says so for an example under Tlaib's plan if you make $55,000 a year, you don't qualify for the cash payments. But you would still be forced to pay the higher prices caused by increasing yeah. the amount of cash infused into the marketplace. So she hurts the poor. Right. So she actually creates a larger poor 
base, right, which, which will grow over the years, which will create a need for further legislation to complete, keep expanding, if you'll, if you'll forgive the language, the plantation of the federal government. If I went to Jasper and I started handing out $3,000, what do you think those people are going to do with that? Yeah. Those people we know, you, you really think they're going to take that money and make it work for them and somehow elevate themselves and change their situation. All right, not so here's the thing, JC. One, right. Not one or two might, but here's, in general, not going to happen. Here's the thing, right? This article and Tlaib's bill proves a point that I have been trying to get people to understand for years. That she's an idiot? No, she's been. I haven't known her for years. I mean years. This bill is to create what? Slaves. No, no, no. A tax credit. Right. They're not handing you money. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're not handing you a check for $3,000. They're not handing you a check for $6,000. What they're saying is you don't have to pay us money. Yeah. And now everybody in America, or, or let me let me say it, not everybody because that's too general. The majority of the people in America, along with Washington DC and the media, believe that you handing the government money and the government allowing you to keep their money is all the same benefit. Well, in some of these scenarios, you know, you 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 get money in the quote unquote refund. refund Here, here's right. the the sad thing about it is there are people out there so stupid that they would clamp down their income. Mm-hmm. Right? They would keep themselves below a level. Like I gotta learn I gotta earn less mm-hmm. so I could get this this little mm-hmm. bone thrown at me right. at the end of the year. There are people that are that stupid. So change. this is not how you change poverty. But this is the, right, and here's the thing. How do they judge the poverty level? They take a survey, a census of some sort, and then they say, well, the lower bottom 20%. So there will never eliminate the bottom 20%. There's always going to be a bottom 20%. Thank you. you, yeah, you just change. There's always going to be a bottom 20%. You just change the mark. Yeah, people are stupid. These, that, that, I mean, that's the whole point. It's economic literacy. You want to change, change poverty, change your mind. It, poverty right. is in your mind. Well, it's an education thing. You should, in, instead of giving people a $3,000 bonus, you should all sign them up for Kurosaki's yeah, Ro- course. Get, yeah, yeah, you want to help them, hand, them, give them all Robert Kiyosaki's book. Right. Audio book. Let them let them listen to that and put those principles in practice. So Do Robert that. Kiyosaki they, has not paid us a dime to talk about his book, but no. I just want you to know that's how much we think that book. But there's our many. But there are many out there like that. Col- it's, it's Colton, our thirteen-year-old Colton listened to the audio book sure. of, and he and he walks around noticing things that he learned in there at thirteen years old. So this is a you know this is a voter by. Plan. I mean, that's all. This stuff is designed. I understand by that, JC, but it votes. is so stinking dangerous. So Taib wicked. is one of the useful idiots that buys into the Marxist philosophies. Uh, a complete economic illiterate, uh, and, and there are armies of them now. Yeah. Serving in in these offices. Yeah. So we're gonna re- we're gonna eliminate the poor, as if the poor is a a. 
I don't know, a, a race of people or, or something like that. We're going to eliminate the poor. No, because the poor is based on a statistic. And no matter where you are, there's always going to be a bottom 20% that you're going to be able to label as poor. You yeah. can't eliminate poor. You have to people teach people how to make money work for them. When we get back from the break, we're going to hear from James Madison on Tlaib's plan. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journals, our final segment today. And uh, I want to suggest to you to become members of Liberty First University, libertyfirstuniversity.com, so you can understand the proper role of government so that we can become educated and motivated to get rid of the Tlaibs in government, educate others. My goodness, JC has a course at um, Liberty First University that will, that will release the shackles on the minds of people that have been indoctrinated and imprisoned by this mentality that they're nobody but victims, right? Mm -hmm. So we need to break the victim mentality to get people out of this this trend of I have to be the, uh, you know, this is all I can do, right? Yeah. This I'm is poor. all I can do. I'm poor for a reason. I'm poor that's because like, the man makes me poor, yeah. right? Any, any of that. I mean, that's, and that's, by the way, that's how you tell you're a victim, you're a slave, you have that mentality. Mm -hmm. So in what I said, if I said you're poor for a reason and then somebody, you know, somebody's going to email or contact and, and, and start to explain why they're poor and justify why they're poor, you, you've, prove, you've proven my point, right? right? I don't care who you are. You contact me all you want to. I'll, I'll go to your place and we'll see what you do mm -hmm. and I will show you right. why you're poor. And, yeah. it, and it won't be anybody, and it won't be somebody else that you point to. Well, I am, I am in the learning process of learning that it's not just simply a physical status, it's a, a spiritual status oh, as well. Absolutely. So on uh, chrisannhall.com, I have an article called General Welfare Clause, James Madison's Warning That It's Not About Money. If the American people were taught this in school, the Tlaibs would not exist. So don't come to me and tell me about the Democrat Party this and the Democrat Party that and the socialists and the liberals or whatever. Those people exist in government because the American people have become, as, James Ma as Samuel Adams said, universally ignorant. And they use this general welfare clause to, to elicit a power that they can do generally whatever they want to and this is inflicting the uh inflicted upon or affecting i should say infecting that's the word i was looking for infecting the republican party as well remember tim oh, Wahlberg told me that and he was a he's a republican in michigan that congress can pass any bill they want and it'll be constitutional as long as they get a majority of people that vote well and that's the problem you you know, you basically give place for the Democrats to put forth their Marxism mm -hmm. because the Republicans want to argue for their status priorities. Right. If, if you want to say we can do whatever we want to do to conduct any war, any place, any time, invade every freaking town on the planet or, you know, support every crony uh, insider buddy that we want to and 
and, and you know, and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So you argue for your unconstitutional status nonsense. And so then what what kind of uh, argument do we have against the Democrats, the Marxists, when they just want to hand out money like Santa Claus to, to everybody on the planet? Well, James Madison says in 1792, if the clause, meaning the general welfare clause in question, really authorizes Congress to do whatever they think, think fit to provide, it, provided it be for the general welfare, he says their power will become virtually unlimited. And I want to read this to you. He says, if Congress can employ money indefinitely to the general welfare, and they are the sole and supreme judges of the general welfare, they may take care of religion into their own hands. They may appoint teachers in every state, county, and parish and pay them out of the public treasury. They may take into their own hands the education of children, establishing like manner schools throughout the Union. They may assume the provisions of the poor. They may undertake the regulation of all roads other than post roads, in short, everything from the highest object of the state legislation down to the most minute object of police would be thrown under the power of Congress, because they would be able to claim money. Now, uh, Congressman Polk in the 1800s, who would become President Polk, had the greatest solution to congressmen who wanted to provide charity to the people. He said that the sergeant-at-arms be required to deduct from the compensation of the members of this house on a day's pay and deliver the said sum to the mayor of Georgetown to be applied to the fuel for the paupers of the town, provided nonetheless that the deduction shall be made from the compensation as the members vote on the resolution. So if Tlaib yep. wants to hand out money... Knock yourself out. Knock yourself out, sister. It needs to come from your paycheck, not from mine. Yeah. They're, they're all too ready to give away other people's money. But if we made them sacrifice their own money, as Congressman Polk decided, because guess what? This bill didn't pass. As Congressman Polk decided, there would be a whole lot less charity going on. God bless you guys. See you next time.